0: Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, intelligent radio.
1: Really double down.
0: The flames are blamed for about 30 deaths. Thankfully, no more deaths overnight. Iran now says it did unintentionally rather, shoot down that Ukrainian jetliner earlier this week. We get an update from correspondent Mike Grazio. Iran has released a statement saying its military unintentionally shot down a Ukrainian jetliner, killing all 176 people on board, including 82 Iranians and at least 63 Canadians. The statement released Saturday morning says human error led to the shootdown. The Boeing 737, operated by Ukrainian International Airlines, went down just after takeoff from Tehran. The crash occurred just hours after Iran launched the barrage of missiles at bases housing U.S. forces in Iraq. Iran denied for several days that a missile had down the jetliner. I'm Mike Gracia. In the state of Virginia, a fierce battle raging now over the Second Amendment. We get the details from Keith Peters. Virginia lawmakers have voted to ban firearms at the state capitol, the first in what's expected to be many contentious gun votes in coming weeks. Newly empowered Democrats in the General Assembly voted Friday to ban guns at the Capitol and the Legislative Office building, saying the move was needed to protect public safety. Republicans have voiced opposition to such a ban, and some GOP lawmakers routinely carry guns into the Capitol. That is Keith Peters reporting on Wall Street Friday that Dow gave up 133 points and NASDAQ was down 25. This is SRN News. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280. The
2: Patriot. life Across America, the Wow, Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and Internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance Visit us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org.
4: Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, ProLife. ProLife Across America, non-political and totally educational.
2: Across
5: America, Sebastian Goka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... and they discounted it to only 19.95. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384.
6: Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
2: Produced at U.S. Taxpayer
0: Expense. The following program was pre recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
6: Hey, good morning everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know your association members take tremendous pride in their communities and you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or a uh, equipment, or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingblom at 312-209-2623. Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and want to say hey to the man that helps make this show happen every week, Trevor K. How are you, Trevor? Uh, pretty well, Gene. How have you been? Oh, just great. Uh, Did you hear in the news um, there is a a mother who uh, recently took out an ad online? She's looking for a nanny for her daughter. That's not an uncommon occurrence. Sure, no. All the time people look for a good nanny. That's right. But her daughter is 18 years old and in college. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a
7: little... No, no, that's news to me. I had not heard that.
6: Okay, well, she said... uh, uh she said uh she has a driver who can pick her can pick up the groceries and drive her around uh but we need someone to ensure she eats well and lives without the stress of laundry cleaning as her study schedule is so very intense
7: Jeez,
0: talk <laughs> about a helicopter parent man
6: yeah, no kid very hands on yeah, she said the, this uh applicant does not need to be a gourmet chef though. Just simply someone who can ensure my daughter eats three healthy meals a day and the fridge is always full of healthy snacks and juice. You can put six
0: packs of soda in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
6: <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, a helicopter parent, to be sure. Uh, probably not setting a person up uh, well to be an adult. Maybe not even helping to set a person up to live in a homeowner's association either. So, but we've got a lot to cover today, folks. Uh, so why don't we begin as we do each and every week with property management in the news. Property management in the news is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will Tarbox at Country Financial, the number 763-416-5131. Well, our uh, first uh, story today uh, comes from the Las Vegas Review, and uh, this is uh, dealing with a federal jury that returns a verdict with the Copper Sands Homeowner Association's case. And it uh, goes on to say that a federal jury in Las Vegas um, returned a verdict in the Copper Sands Homeowner Association's breach of contract case with a California management company. During closing arguments in the case, lawyers for the Homeowners Association had asked for $8.9 million dollars against the management company called the Canyon Management. Now, the HOA had accused uh, the management company of breach of its management agreement uh, by telling them, you have failed to maintain and repair the common areas of the community. What was the judge's decision? Well, before we get into that, let me give you some of the background of what this case was about. Okay, so we've got an HOA suing their management company for what they considered a breach in the management contract with the HOA. Um, now, this association, uh, the Copper Sands Homeowners Association, originally was built as apartment buildings. Uh, however, as uh, was the case uh, for those of us that have been in this. Uh, Industry for a while. Back in the early 2000s, especially around 2003, 2004, there was what was known as the condo craze. Everybody's other brother was getting involved and uh, there wasn't even enough uh, new development and new land. So people were converting, uh, having conversions of apartment buildings into condos uh, because they could sell for a lot more. That's what happened here. Uh, the bottom line is the owners who bought a home in this condo association, they did not like what the developer did or didn't do when converting the building. It comes down to, uh, people treating this as if it were new construction and it's not, you know, uh, in conversions, uh, I think people were misunderstood and thought, well, everything looks brand new and shiny, so it must be brand new, but it doesn't have the same warranties as new construction. The developer polished it up a bit. They may put in uh, some new flooring, some new cabinets. You know, they they gave it um, uh, certainly a makeover, but they weren't taking a look at necessarily the structure and some of the important issues. And so a lot of people getting... Uh, Homes in these kind of conversions saw that there were a lot of uh, deferred maintenance. And now you're taking a look at a consumer issue, you know. A homeowner has expectations, and these expectations were different than what the developer was, okay. Um, And so who is right? That's what we're talking about here. You could make a case, uh, you know, there's that old adage, uh, caveat emptor, buyer beware. You know, it wasn't a new building. What kind of duty does or should a developer have? And yet there are others that say, don't treat uh, the buying public as if they necessarily know what they're doing. You, we have a duty to protect with uh, very controlled consumer law. Well, for whatever reason, as is the case, people bought in this uh, condo association with expectations expectations that were not met. The developer is now gone and it comes down to uh, things becoming whose fault is it? Well, the only person that still was standing was the management company. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, What is a management company's role and responsibility to its client? Is it to guarantee compliance from all contractors? Is it to guarantee compliance uh, with all homeowners uh, with uh, all rules and regulations in the HOA. We're going to talk about this and more. But let's take a break right now. Don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. Back after this.
0: AM 1280 The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Business 1440 brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own online trading academy. Investing for success in the King Banyan Show. Get real-time market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving. Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
7: Your first year of Christian school is half-priced
6: through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
2: Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. A
1: toot, a toot, a tooty a a blows to the bar. In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless a bass and guitar is playing
2: with him. He makes a company jump when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie, boogie, bugle boy of Company
3: B. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Hey, welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call when you're ready at 763 441 1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the
7: Community Associations Institute. Well, folks,
6: concerning CAI, we have a very special announcement to make.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen.
6: No, it's not a horrifying story. It's actually something that's uh, quite uh, nice Uh, There is a great event that's coming up in about six short weeks uh, from now with Community Associations Institute. Here on uh, the show with me today to talk about it for a couple of minutes is uh, Josh Reams. Uh, Josh is uh, the current president-elect for the Minnesota chapter of Community Association Institute, and he is also a senior uh, manager. Uh, With Associa, Josh, thanks for joining the show.
1: Gene, thanks for having me on. Uh,
6: So uh, tell uh, our listeners, uh, Josh, what uh, is this event that's uh, coming up with CAI?
1: Sure. First, I I want that intro that you gave me. I'm going to play that at the dinner table every night to get (laughs) the family to... to, That was great. That was (laughs) was such a great bit. Yeah. Yeah. So the expo, yeah, coming up um, just a little over a month away. Uh, it's it's one of the biggest events that we do um, as CAI Minnesota, uh, the expo previously referred to as as the trade show, uh, coming out February twenty first at the Double Tree in uh, in Bloomington. Uh, you know, really, it's just a wonderful event to get kind of three different groups of people together for for a great day of education and networking. Um, you know, obviously the first and foremost is the community managers and all the the professionals that uh, that serve community associations. Right. Um, and secondly would be an, a really important group, um, that CAI tries to serve and that's the homeowner leaders, those board members that serve their community associations. A lot of those attend and certainly want more of those to attend. Yeah. Um, and the, the, yeah, then the third group. No, they're the, doing, um, no, you know,
6: are, are they not, uh, isn't there something they're doing special for those special volunteer leaders for people that, uh, are homeowners, people that are on the boards of their homeowner association?
1: Yeah, we're uh, you know to try to get them to come. We're 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 saying let's waive the fee. There's there's no cost for a homeowner leader, a a volunteer board member, uh, to attend this event, Um, so they can come for for great education. We've got uh, three different education sessions, a wonderful keynote speaker, Um, and then obviously there's we've got almost eighty different vendors from all different facets that service associations, attorneys, accountants, engineers siding roofers, all those different okay. types of people. Um, and then there's food, you know, there's, there's a light okay. breakfast, there's a lunch dessert and, you know, and, uh, drinks and a social hour too. So, uh, certainly a lot it of you can't go wrong. Uh, yeah,
6: yeah, sounds like yeah. that. So, so uh, people are going to get, uh, some, uh, some great additional training. And I know people that are on the board, they're very, by and large are just a very conscientious group and want to do their best. So this is a, a great event, like you said, At no cost, it's going to be picked up courtesy of uh, Community Associations Institute to say thank you to board members and to uh, be a part and find out more about what uh, CAI is involved with. And you said all of these uh, um, service providers, so if people are looking for um, upcoming uh, contracts with various uh, services, this would be a good place uh, to meet. Plus a chance just to meet with other people just like them. So uh, once yeah. again, uh, what is the date and where is it?
1: It is uh, Friday, February twenty first, and it's at the DoubleTree Hotel in Bloomington, a really convenient location right on the northwest corner of four ninety four and Highway one hundred. Okay. Um, registration starts at uh, eight fifteen. Um, the programming starts around nine a.m. Um, and that goes through the keynote okay. speaker brings us right up to lunchtime.
6: All right. Um, So
1: great, great, great lunch included. And then the trade show is, is from, I think one to three afterwards.
6: Okay. And so we want people though, to RSVP ahead of time and not just show up so that they can be prepared for them. Where do they go, Josh, to make sure that they get, uh, that they get signed up. In advance,
1: correct. Yeah, registration just opened up today, so this is beautiful timing to uh, uh, to have this bit. Um, so, cai-mn dot com. So, Community Association Institute Minnesota cai-mn dot com um, is where they would go, and they can register. And there's you know, if they're registering as a homeowner, there's different levels of, mem- of, mm-hmm. of registration. There's the community managers, if you're a member or a non-member, um, if you're a business partner, um, member, non-member, and then, um, then the other group that we've been talking about, okay. the, the volunteer board members. So different, okay. different levels of registration.
6: Well, Josh, thanks so much for uh, being on the show and telling uh, our listeners about this uh, great upcoming event. Appreciate
1: it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And hope to see see a good group uh, turnout this year. We had over 300 last year, and we'd we'd love to have even more this year.
6: Okay. That sounds great. Thank you, folks. That was Josh Reams, president-elect for Community Associations Institute, the Minnesota chapter. Oh, by the way, I will be uh, recording uh, Where You Live out there again uh, at uh, the event as well. So I would look forward to having you uh, stop by and join me as well. Well, let's get back into our story, shall we? Uh we were talking about um, this uh story where a homeowner association was suing the management company for 8.9 million dollars. Uh what with what they call a breach of contract, okay? Um and that was uh and it ended up because uh people had an expectation with the developer. It was a conversion, it wasn't new construction. There were a lot of things that needed to be, be done, and somehow the, the uh, board thought it was uh, the derelict duty for, of the management company. Was that? That's something we're going to take a look at. You know, there is this uh, uh, push pull relationship with a Dynamics, with a Homeowner Association uh, board, and with the management company at one point uh, the uh, board of directors is always looking for leadership from the management company uh, in being uh, in making uh, uh, best recommendations and helping out with uh, policy and protocol and best practice there and uh, a lot of times they listen to the property manager however in addition to that it is also true that the uh, board of directors and not the management company are the ones that have to make the decisions. And sometimes, folks, you get into a decision where there is no clear-cut answer. Sometimes there, uh, it's the lesser of, uh, of two or three evils. And what do you do? Uh, a lot of times when associations are in situations like that, they say, well, Let's begin and we'll decide by taking whatever is the cheaper of <laughs> the, the two or three uh, solutions. Let's try that first and see how that goes. And then when it doesn't, they try another because they're trying to be uh, wise. But then it gets to a point where they go, and in this particular case, hey, you know what? Uh, we think our management company hasn't done uh, their duty. And I think that they had gotten so upset. Uh, and it got to be such an emotional thing because of things that needed to be done that they were seeing in around them that, uh, they went after whoever was uh, left and that was the management company. But my question is, is it a fair expectation to have, you know, uh, do we hire a management company to guarantee the successful running of the property, you know? Uh, the HOA, we were told in this story, uh, was only able to collect $71,000 from the developer and they thought they needed uh, to get $5.9 million to make repairs uh, that they thought that they deserved for buying at the price point that they did. What are some of the things a management company is responsible for to their clients? We're going to talk about that next, but let's take another break. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
4: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
0: Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Thrivent.com, slash disclosures.
6: Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, talks about timeshare
0: cancellation. If I could help everybody that has been lied to when buying a timeshare, I would. But the honest truth is, I can't. And those that are telling you that they can without knowing the specifics of your timeshare, well, they're lying too. But if you were misled when buying a timeshare, if you were told your timeshare was a great investment or your maintenance fees would never go up, I might be able to help. Ten years ago, I was sued for millions of dollars by a timeshare. Timeshare giant in federal court with everything to lose my home, my money, my kids' future. But I fought, I won because I fought for what was right, helping folks that have been lied to cancel their timeshare. Unfortunately, we can't help everyone, but I guarantee you if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley now for your free information kit 800 515
7: 1771. 800 515 1771. 800 515 1771
3: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. So glad that you stopped by here uh, this Saturday morning to listen to the show. We're, of course, brought to you by uh, the great folks at Mutual of Omaha Bank and also the folks at Extreme Exteriors. We're talking about uh, this uh, case uh, that uh, took place where uh, a uh, Homeowner Association, uh, the Copper Sands Homeowner Association, is is, uh, suing their management company for what they call a breach of contract. And we're talking about what is and what are the duties of a management company? What are their responsibilities to the board? What can they guarantee, if anything? Okay. So when we talk about a management company, uh, first thing I think is important to realize is that they are a fiduciary. What does that mean? Talked about this before. A fiduciary is someone that it's a, a legal concept uh, that the, there are certain responsibilities that a fiduciary has to their client. Well, those duties and listen to them are to be honest. OK, to, to make sure that uh, the, that uh, they are telling the, the, the truth. Um, it's to have disclosure. Well, what do you need to disclose? I like what the, uh, the uh, uh, real estate uh, uh, industry does. The, the Board of Realtors says that, uh, what do you disclose? They said anything that's considered a material fact. What's considered a material fact? Well, if you think it's going to be, uh, it'll uh, make a big difference with the client, you should probably err on the side of disclosure. Right. There is a disclosure with uh, the accountability, with their uh, finances and how money is handled and how uh, jobs and contracts are. Uh, there's reasonable care and diligence and follow through with their, their duties. There's also this notion of obedience. That's right. As a fiduciary, uh, you may make recommendations, but at the end of the day, you don't tell the board what to do. They tell you what to do. And our duty is to obey. Well, if you take a look at these duties of a fiduciary, do these sound like the duties of the one who is the responsible party for what happens uh, in a homeowners association? In some cases, uh, in, in some things, yes. I think the duty also relies on the board itself. Uh, one question that uh, people uh, will ask me from time to time is, Gene, how do you determine a good management company from a bad one? And a lot of people nowadays, uh, where do they go? They go to, uh, well, let's get a reference. Let's go for reviews. And, of course, uh, then uh, people go to uh Uh, Google or Yelp review, right? And I like the idea that there's a public forum for people to voice their opinion and perspective. That can be a good thing. However, I think it's important to also understand there's an old proverb that says, the first to state his case seems right until another comes and speaks. Now, Again, like I said, I like the idea behind Google or Yelp reviews. I think they can but I think they can really miss the mark. And uh how do they do that? I think a better approach uh would always be the approach that's taken by the Better Business Bureau. Because uh as that old proverb says, you believe the first person until you also listen to the second. In other words, you need to hear everybody weigh in. Before you can make a better decision. Okay. And that's what the Better Business Bureau does. Someone comes in. And they write in to complain. It's not just broadcast out there. For people to see. They go to the business and say. Hey we've got this review. Would you care to respond. And sometimes you respond. Back and forth a couple of times. Either things hopefully have a better understanding. And you. uh, They're resolved. And then. There's no issue at all. If it's not resolved, that's when the Better Business Bureau says, now we're going to now put it out there for other people to see, and other people now can judge for themselves. Doesn't that seem uh, like a a much uh, more even-handed approach? I think so. However, if you were to look at, I will say, the vast majority, and I'm gonna, I, I think it, it's true, the vast majority of all the comments made about any kind of company on the Internet, you can easily be given a false representation, okay? There are those who are so emotional that they just have a vendetta against that company or entity. Uh, an example would be uh, in the news. Just in the last few years, I remember hearing a story about people who are vegans. That's fine that they want to take their idea of having people eat uh, plant-based foods and not uh, meat, uh, and uh, and try to talk to people and discuss in the public place in a public forum. Uh, but what were they doing? Uh, they were ne- they were putting. Uh, reviews, bad reviews about a uh, butcher shop trying to put them out of business. Is that really fair? Was that really even-handed? Okay. And then you'll have uh, the other side of the coin. How about a very large company that's got the money, and they pay to load a lot of false testimonies? That takes place as well. But there are people who uh, a lot of times uh, on uh, Uh, Google Review or Yelp, they put in something, and I think it's false because it doesn't give a chance for things to be even-handed for both sides to be discussed before they get out there. Let me give you some examples, okay? Uh, First of all, here's one uh, to to a property management company, and it came from someone called Anonymous 12. Hey, there's someone you can trust, right? They can't even uh, put their name on there. They're known as Anonymous 12. What did they write about a property management company? They said, they're terrible. They fine you for every little thing without proof. They try to nickel and dime everyone. And so, because of that, that is a bad review. Now, a lot of people say they are anonymous, uh, you know, or uh, people will say they have a handle name. Uh, that they use, that you don't know who they are, like Angel Boy 578. Uh, and, uh, you know, it makes me uh, think, isn't it uh, so that an important part of what has set our great country apart has been the values we have, values like due process, which in part means you know who your accuser is, who do who do you know your your accuser is in anonymous twelve angel boy five seven eight? You're saying, uh, you know, here's someone who's saying you get fined for every little thing without proof. Well, I would ask, where's theirs? No, they just made a comment and then walk away, and now there's something that's a, a bad uh, uh, besmirched uh, comment uh, on a company that's not necessarily true. Let's take another example, okay? Here's someone else who wrote and said, The worst living experience ever. I have never been so excited to move away from a home before. I own a townhouse that is under their management. While moving, I get a phone call that, A, we can't have a trailer in our driveway, and B, we get a notice for having our garage door open too long. Really, I strongly recommend looking elsewhere before you live in any property managed by them. Now, question I would have okay, there's another comment. But is there another side of the story? Of course there is. Did these people read their governing documents? Yes, they did. They said they did, and they said that they had no problem with it. Yet, here we are. Was it the management company? Was it really? Or possibly? Or possibly, could it be folks, neighbors who don't like how things look with uh, trailers and other things that just uh, stay in the driveway and a garage door that stays open? Oh, it's not for an hour, not for just 10 minutes, but uh, all day long. And they call in and complain. So, is it, but who gets the bad rap? It's the management company. Management gets blamed for writing the letter, asking them to comply with the rules that they said that they agreed to uh, when they bought the place, okay? And yet, here it is on Google reviews, okay? And uh, and many just say, wow, they're just a bad company. Is that really even-handed? Let's deal with one more, okay? Uh, here's one that said, horrible service It says they shattered my front window and want to blame it on the manufacturer no they were plowing and shoveling and hit it let me read that again they the management company were plowing and shoveling and hit it they won't own up and fix it I talked to the manufacturer and sent them pictures and they have never seen this happen Makes you not want to pay for their services. I will fight this. Well, again, folks. Okay, now the management company gets a bad rap, but does the management company cut the grass, or does the board ask management to help them find a company, another provide some another company to be a provider for that service? And how many times was a, a vendor selected not because they were a contractor? that the management company was familiar with, but with someone on the board who said, oh, I've heard from so-and-so, and and, uh, I think we should uh, try them. Okay, you get the idea. Am I saying that, uh, uh, is that to say that HOA management firms can do no wrong? You know the answer, of course, is no. They can. There is a difference, though, From the one who makes the decisions and the one whose duty it is to just carry it out. So if the management company was given the duty by those in charge to do something and failed, yes, they are at fault. However, uh, for entering into a contract with a contractor and when that ends, uh, things didn't go the way they should, that's not the management's uh, fault, okay? Okay especially getting back to this case of the Copper Sands Homeowner Association versus Canyon Management. Okay, we talked about the HOA was built as an apartment uh, building, converted to condos. The management company is on board for just two years. Then they're let go, and it wasn't until 2010, years later, that the board, because they're frustrated at not having Well, warranty issues and other things taken care of, they say, you know who's to blame? Yeah, management, because they should have known and they should have asked for more money from the developer and not let them go. Okay? So, how did it end up? Well, one thing I uh, bring up when there are discussions on why there is or was a breakdown in the relationship between the management firm and the board, it comes down to three items. let me tell you what those three items are. It could be, number one, bad performance by the property manager who did not do their job. The second issue, it could be bad support. Maybe it's not the manager, but the management firm they work for. That doesn't give the manager the support and resources they need to do their job well. The third reason, unrealistic expectations from the client that was what the case was all about with uh, the Copper Sands Homeowner Association and the verdict was that the management company was not to blame because the client had an unreasonable expectation well don't go away we've got uh, one more uh, segment of where you live we'll be back after this
7: don't worry We aren't letting Gene finish
1: yet. Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
2: When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it, too. But once you start to understand your options, you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor. Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours.
7: This
0: is Al Connickson.
1: Learn the skills to create income you can use now and in retirement right here on the Patriot, Saturdays at 8 a.m. Check us out at learnwithota.com.
0: Online
5: Trading Academy
7: Radio!
3: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, We've got uh, just uh, one segment here before we wrap up today's show. So let's uh, tackle just uh, one uh, more uh, issue, shall we? This comes from uh, the online news service, called Curbed Detroit News. Uh, it was uh, done in collab- uh, collaboration with uh, Outlier Media. And uh, this came comes from uh, November uh, of 2019. And it says Detroit to make changes to its rental registry ordinance due to limited compliance. What uh, took place here, folks, is back in May of 2017. The Detroit mayor, Mike Dugan announced that the city was going to now have a rental registry ordinance. It was to bring all rentals into compliance. However, now they say uh, we will need to make changes in the program due to low compliance. What was it that went wrong? The city made the ordinance uh, require that all landlords, get this, must have their rental property regularly tested for lead and inspected by the city to check conditions of the property both inside and out, or they were not to be granted a rental license. And yet, even though uh, the government declared it, no one seemed to be listening. Out of about 140,000 rental units in the city of Detroit, less than 7% were in compliance with even being registered. That's less than 10,000 folks out of the 140,000 who own rental property in Detroit. So the city of Detroit, they had an idea. They didn't have the resources, though, to enforce it. Does that sound familiar to you uh, that are on boards, where you seem to be sending out hundreds and hundreds of violation letters each and every year, and you wonder why you have to keep doing it and keep repeating it? It seems like nobody's listening. Why does this happen? In this particular case with the city of Detroit, to add insult to injury, not only were the city's landlords saying, Forget this law. In addition, the 36th District Court, which usually handles all landlord-tenant cases, they were even going as far as to refusing to enforce the part of the ordinance with any teeth. Now, the ordinance that they wrote said if landlords didn't have their properties in full compliance by the deadline, they weren't uh, to be given a rental license, and the renters could hold back their rent in escrow. Well, the 36th District Court didn't enforce this, and they allowed evictions to go through. So when this happens, what should you do? Well, now we're told, after all of this, what happens with the city? They don't have anybody complying. The uh, the city mayor and the city council members, they said to themselves, hmm... Hmm, Let's find out why. And so what did they do? They applied for a 2018 planning grant from the Kresge Foundation to do what? Oh, now they're running focus groups. It's now that they get input from both renters and landlords. Now, after the fact, not before they wrote this thing. But after the fact, now they're finally, uh, after uh, things don't go right, and they can't figure out why, because, I mean, why would anybody go against the government? It's against the law. Well, they did not get the stakeholders in this equation in place before writing this law. They didn't get feedback to determine what is reasonable, What concessions do we need to make to have uh, something both parties can live with? Oh, there we go. There's an idea. Compromise. What a concept in politics today, huh? That's something we don't have. To now truly understand an issue before attempting to address it intelligently you know, ding, 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 they hit the jackpot. Hey, why don't we bring everybody together? If there's something that's been going wrong uh, with uh, government and government uh, laws that have been in place have been, as we've talked about on the show, the stakeholders have not been brought together beforehand. This is what I preach about all the time. Just because you have, and this is for you on the board, just because you have the authority To enact some kind of rule doesn't mean that you necessarily should. Thinking this way oftentimes is just self-centric, emotional, and I think very short-sighted. We've lost the ability to discuss a matter just because we can't listen. We shout the other person down. We demonize them. We state that uh, any other thought than our own is just evil. And how can anybody even uh, want to uh, declare that they're for something evil? We think tolerance means you agree with me, otherwise I can't tolerate you. Folks, do you see the fallacy in all of this? I don't want us to see homeowner associations run the way our federal government is, okay? Okay. We no longer have as a value in our society today goodwill, getting along. Why? Because it requires compromise. But how can you compromise when you have just stated that anything opposing your thought is wrong, evil, intolerant? Folk, uh, let this story be a lesson to all board members wishing to have an HOA community where people are willingly complying with the rules people do so because they make sense they take into understanding the various concerns of everyone before putting a rule a regulation in place simply put you are remembering some very important principles that our society was built upon. This homeowner association that you are the board of, on the board of directors for, this is not an oligarchy. It is not a fiefdom, not a dictatorship. Like I said, just because you have the ability to set rules, you don't do it just because you get angry and you see something out of place. Okay? Okay. You were chosen in your role to be what? Number one, a servant. It used to be that people going into politics were considered a public servant. Why? Because there was an understanding that you were temporarily given authority. You get that? Your authority is only temporary. And it's given by the consent of those you are to govern. So take a look to them. They are your bosses and govern and rule according to the majority of the folks. Well, that's all we have for today's show. Folks, thanks for joining me. It's always great to have you here. Have a great rest of your weekend. And drop in, why don't you, next Saturday here on Where You Live.
1: How sweet.
7: Thank you for supporting our advertisers. Hey, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. Learn a little bit more about our advertisers by tuning in to the Cormark Metals Business of the Week. We give a little extra airtime to our local partners to help you get to know them better so you can make an informed decision when you need their services. Listen to the Business of the Week Monday through Friday at 9.04 a.m. and 6.04 p.m. Sponsored by Cormark Metals. When it comes to
0: replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at GreatPlainsWindows.com. AM 1280
1: The Patriot
0: is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.